It's time for the Hammered Sports Podcast. You heard it. It is time for the Hammered Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Gray, here with my co-host, Tom Abbey. We're back. We are back after a brief one-week hiatus due to the world that we're living in, a global pandemic, and really not a whole lot going on at that at this point in the week last week. Um, we decided that we would forego a podcast, but um, we just got too juiced up looking at all the NFL free agency moves to not do a podcast this week. Yeah, a lot to talk about. Um, one sport still going strong. Not exactly playing games, but a lot of going on and a lot of money being exchanged. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And, um, you know, let's kick it right off with with the biggest news of the day, um, which was Tom Brady's announcement to not return to the New England Patriots. Um, The first thing that I I was reading here this evening about that was that seeing Hopkins and Stephon Diggs on the move and New England not restocking the cupboards for him and giving him weapons that can create separation, today was the day that he decided he was on his way out. Yeah, I mean, he has options to go places where they're going to have weapons for him to throw to. Yeah, and, you know, we're talking about – this is Tuesday night. uh, Happy St. Paddy's Day to everyone. This doesn't feel very uh, St. Patrick's (laughs) Day-like this year. It does Uh, not. There's not all the revelry and craziness going on in the world right now. Um, but you know, we're going to probably continue to break news as the, as the night goes on tonight, we're going to try to get this podcast out as soon as we're done recording tonight so that the information is fresh and new. Um, we had an interview scheduled for tonight that fell through. Um, we expect to bring something fun for you in the next week or so ahead. Um, but let's, uh, let's keep rolling with the, the, let's talk about Tom Brady a little bit here. And it sounds like maybe the chargers are out now. Yeah. Um, Brady wants to stay on the East coast. Uh, leaving one known suitor for Tom Brady. Yes, Tampa Bay. Um, and if you're looking for weapons, you have Mike Evans, which is probably the most attractive weapon out there. Um, the guy goes get, goes and gets it. Doesn't have a lot of uh, weaknesses in his game at wide receiver. Definitely a fun player to watch. Godwin has really come into his own over the last year. He looks like a great player. Yeah. Um, you've got O.J. Howard. Uh, playing tight end along Which, with Cameron Brait, right? Yeah, and this may be what O.J. Howard needs is somebody, I mean, historically Brady loves to throw to tight ends. I mean, from, from yeah. Coates all the way down, uh, he's always liked to get a tight end involved, so maybe this is something Howard needs to take that next step of what people thought he could be coming out. Yeah. Um, you know, that's obviously the biggest news of the day. There are a number of other big signings out there. Um, how do you want to go go through this, Tom? You want to go through the signings, or do you want to go team by team and talk about what they've done? Uh, let's go team by team. Okay, um, we'll go alphabetical order. Arizona, Arizona Cardinals, Arizona. Let me tell you, it may not be a free agency signing, but what a trade they pulled off! Um, it's unreal. Uh, somebody, please get a GM for Houston before they ruin everything. Before Bill O'Brien <laughs> completely bankrupts the organization. Uh, and... I saw something like. He in the last eight months he's traded for like four running backs and <laughs> just all yeah. the uh, ammunition he's given away for these. And just... none of those running backs are anything that you'd yeah. be excited to have. Yeah, the reason you're kill, still trading for more running backs is you haven't got a good one yet. Uh, it, it, listen, as a Dolphins fan, I'll tell you right now, I'm happier to have Jordan Howard than I would have been to trade for David Johnson. Yeah, absolutely. They're just unloading. It, it is pretty crazy. Um, so Hopkins goes to Arizona, gives them that. Big cherry on top, number one wide receiver. Um, you know, Let's talk about that offense a little bit yeah. right now. Kyler Murray, 
Uh, they re-signed Kenyon Drake. Yeah. Larry Fitzgerald come back for another go round. Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk. He looked good that last year. Chase Edmond was a nice compliment yep. to Kenyon Drake. You know, that team is really setting up to be a danger on offense. I don't want to face that offense. Uh, if Kyler Murray takes the next step, uh, which by all accounts he seems like he will, he had a really nice rookie year. Uh, you know, and Arizona didn't give away anything. They gave away David Johnson, a guy who they've moved on from. Yeah, they are not losing anything. Yeah, um, and the big signing on defense for them, Jordan Phillips. Jordan Phillips, former very... Buffalo Bill, former Miami Dolphin. So he's <laughs> a guy that strikes close to both of our hearts here. Twenty-seven-year-old D tackle, three years, thirty million dollars. Um, uh, he was a very good part, effective part of a Bills rotation at D, at D tackle this year. Um, career high, nine and a half sacks. Uh, we'll see how the you know if he can keep that pace up. I'm gonna imagine he's gonna get some chances. This team looks like they'll be scoring some points, and they should be in the lead a few times this year. Like yeah. the last couple, biggest offensive, biggest need remaining shows his offensive line here through NFL.com site that I'm I'm using. Um, they need offensive line help. They need an edge rusher, um, and they need linebacker help. So those yeah. are those are the evaluations that they've made at this point. Uh, next up, Atlanta Falcons. Um, so their signings thus far, first of all, they, they lost Devonte Freeman. Yep, they let Freeman go. They, they released Austin him. Austin Hooper became the highest paid tight end in the league, right? Yes. Austin Hooper went, but they did make a trade and acquired Hayden Hurst from yeah. the Baltimore Ravens for along with a 2020 fourth round pick in exchange for second and fifth round selections this yep. year. They also lost Wes Schweitzer left them. Vic Beasley left them. Um, they've only really only free agent they've resigned is John Wetzel, their own guard coming back for a one year deal. Uh, not really doing much at this point. Defensive tackle Tyler Davison they signed. Uh, three year twelve million dollar deal that includes four and a half million guaranteed. I don't even know the guy to be totally honest with <laughs> you. So um, their biggest remaining needs are edge rusher, corner, and running back. Um, yeah, who who's toting the ball there in Atlanta right now? That you got to figure they're in the sweepstakes for Melvin Gordon, who's still on the market. If not, they probably should be. I mean, you know, maybe there'll be something they leave open and try to fill the draft with. I, I mean, I, I, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, the Ravens cannot stop trying to stack their defense here. I know. Michael Every, Brockers. Yeah. Calais Campbell. Oh, the trade uh, for him. He feels like he's been around forever, and, you know, he's still being effective. So they gave him two years, $27 million with $20 million guaranteed. Um, acquiring him from the Jaguars for a fifth-round pick. Uh, they re- they put the franchise tag on Matthew Judon, who is, uh, you know, had a breakout season last year. Very good football player. Yeah, that, that's a guy that a lot of people were targeting should he hit the market this year. So they made the smart move by putting the tag on him. Yeah. And looks like they placed an original round tender on restricted free agent Matt Skura, who played center for them. Um, so no compensation there. Uh, their biggest needs remaining, it shows as linebacker, edge rusher, and offensive line. Uh, I think we're starting to see a theme here because that's what we've been looking at for, uh, you know, a lot of these teams are looking for edge rushers. That it seems to be a big thing right now, including the next team on the list, the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills also making a splashy trade, going and getting Stephon Diggs from the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, in exchange for a 2021st, 5th, and 6th, and a 2021 4th round pick. Yep, they got the 4th round coming back. Um, but they got a 7th round coming back from Minnesota as well. Right. 
Uh, they've also added some people. They've added Mario Addison uh, at D-end. Uh, they've added A.J. Klein at outside linebacker Tyler Medikovic, who also, by the way, has a leads the NFL in the last four seasons combined in special teams tackles. Seems like that's where he's going to be used mostly. And, of course, earlier, Josh Norman signed with them as well. And the re-signing of Quentin Spain can't be overlooked either yep. uh, to continue to uh, get some continuity with that offensive line. Um, biggest remaining needs for Buffalo, edge rusher um, with the loss of Shaq Lawson, um, running back and defensive line. Um, so running back, obviously they need somebody who's going to complement uh, Singletary. And, you know, there are a lot of options. There were a lot of options out there. Now maybe Devontae Freeman, maybe – Maybe they're in the Melvin Gordon market, or they, they look to supplement that position in the draft. Yeah, and it, it really seems like uh, getting Stephon Diggs is the nail in Brady's coffin in New England. There's a report I was just reading earlier that said that their competition for um, getting uh, Diggs was with the Patriots and the, uh, the Redskins, and that once it was done and Brady knew that they weren't getting Diggs and you know, we're going to try to draft somebody. He packed up his bags and said, you know, I'm out. Yeah. So. Well, now, you know, the Bills don't have a ton of early draft capital. Um, they've got their second and their third, right? Yep. So they're going to need to find some value. Those are the money rounds in the draft. If you can find, you know, valuable players at that point in the draft, um, you know, and, and they'll definitely be able to find someone at running back at that point in the draft. So if that's the route they choose to go, um, otherwise maybe they can – look at someone in the uh, edge rusher category maybe Zach Bond from Wisconsin falls there or yeah you know there are a lot of guys that they've been talked about as edge rushers coming into this uh, draft cycle uh, Kenny Willekes uh, there are a few other names out there that seem to have some question marks about them now Bradley and I from uh, Utah so there are a number of guys that could be potential ed edge rush options for them in the second and third rounds in this draft yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, moving on to Carolina. Uh, Carolina's made some big splashes with Teddy Bridgewater obviously being the big one. Not only because Teddy Bridgewater's a big deal, but that means Cam Newton's on the market. Uh, it's been rumored that Cam Newton said he wanted to trade, and then Cam Newton has come out and said, I know I didn't want to be traded, but they're trading me. Um, so right. it should be very interesting to see what they do. They've also signed Stephen Weatherly, the D-end. They've signed uh, Justin Burris at corner as well. And the, the trade for Russell Okung yes. um, to solidify that left tackle position. Apparently, it, you know, they, they're probably in the, the of the opinion that they can replace Trey Turner at guard. According Breaking news, guys. According to Adam Schefter and Jeff Darlington, Tom Brady will be signing with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, barring anything unforeseen. So there you have it, uh, 6.50 Eastern time. Uh, Tom Brady appears to be headed to Tampa Bay to join forces with Bruce Arians and uh, Mike Evans and O.J. Howard and uh, Chris Godwin. And and not Jameis Winston. And not Jameis Winston. So um, Tom Brady has left the AFC East, ladies and gentlemen. We will all now take a moment of silence to remember the terrible life that was Brady in the AFC East. Call it silence if you will. I'm having a drink. Bye-bye, Tom. All right. So now uh, we move on. It's hard to move on from that. It's, yeah, I, think, I, I guess we, we should talk about it for a second. Let's unpack it for just a second. Yeah. That division. Yeah, we were talking about this before. Is They're one of the uh, 
because they were one of the suitors. It's an interesting decision because Tampa Bay hasn't been great, but they also have a lot of things to like about them, a lot of things trending in the right direction. You know, uh, you kept saying, you know, maybe if Jameis doesn't throw 30 interceptions, maybe they win three, four more games. It's a fair point. Um, yeah. You, you don't expect Brady to turn it over as much, but also I'm not sure if Brady fits the mold of an Arians quarterback throwing it around like that. So that'll be interesting to see how that right. works. Um, but also, where does Jameis go now? But Bruce Arians is no stranger to uh, old quarterbacks. Sure. He, he's had Kurt Warner and Carson Palmer. He, he's been through this with, with those old guys uh, running his offense. So he's found success with those guys in the past. There's no reason in my mind to think that he won't continue to find that same kind of success with this group. Uh, I think this might be the most talented roster he's ever dealt with. Um, you know, as they continue to fill needs in the off season, it, that, that's a scary team in the NFC South. You know, New Orleans is good. Bridgewater going to Carolina. Yeah. They're going to be all right. Yeah. And I think that's what the fun of that be, it becomes is you get to see Breeze Brady twice this year. Yeah, you sure do. I mean, if nothing else, that's going to be fun to watch. Right. Uh, Breeze is a two year deal. I'm going to imagine Tom's is at least two years. So yeah, they maybe, were, I, I think, I think they were saying two years, 30 million per Yowzer. Yeah. Well, Hey, you get know, it, you, get it while you still can. Yeah, and I mean, there's there are just all kinds of stuff. There's all kinds of stuff coming out as we speak right now. Um, Thirty million per year. Um, they're the only known team to make an offer. Um, you know, and then you've got the Bucks have stayed silent, according to Ian Rappaport um, at Rap Sheet on Twitter. Uh, the Bucks have stayed silent all day publicly, but internally they've been confident. Just the opposite for the Chargers. Yeah. Yeah, you heard the Chargers trying, almost like making excuses, saying that it was out of their hands, Tom wanted to stay on the East Coast, you know, you could kind of see them laying the groundwork for the explanation to fans why they didn't get it done. Yeah, and um, I see there's a, a tweet out there that explains a little more why our interview fell through uh, today that I'm sharing with Tom. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, the, the gentleman we were going to have on has a, has a show that he's going to be on at 7 he's o'clock today. He's got a so. busy evening Yeah, he's, he's a busy man. Thanks, Stefan Diggs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Stefan Diggs and uh, Tom Brady leaving the division. I mean, <laughs> It's a busy day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so back to before we get moving, it's very interesting to see Carolina, what we'll end up doing with Cam Newton. Where does Cam Newton go? I think him and Winston are like the next two big dominoes to fall. As we've seen Bridgewater go now, sounds like Brady's going. Uh, Phillip Rivers we'll get to in a little bit. So as these start to fall in, you're left with only a few dominoes standing. Cam Newton's a big one because, uh, you know, your team, Miami, do they want to bring Cam Newton in to shepherd in a new guy? Uh, same thing in, in the Chargers. They're obviously looking for a quarterback. Do they Would they like to trade for Cam Newton and have him uh, be their next guy? The Bears are just, you know, they got Trubisky. Should always be looking to upgrade. I don't know. I mean, if the Dolphins want to draft Tua, I'm not sure bringing in an Auburn grad to, <laughs> you know, kind of teach him. Get They're just going to be giving each other the finger on the practice field all the time. So, yeah. uh, you I, hear, I hear a lot of War Eagle roll time. Yeah. Back and forth. Back and forth. <laughs> um, let's move on to the Chicago Bears. The Bears, who we just mentioned with Trubisky. The Bears have been busy both uh, adding and subtracting from their roster. Um, releasing Leonard Floyd, uh, but adding a bunch of different people here. Uh, Jimmy Graham, yep, two-year deal, sixteen million, which is an interesting signing for them in in general. Uh, 
Robert Quinn, five years, $70 million for Robert Quinn at 30. I know. That's I know. a lot of money. Miami had that dude on like a bargain basement deal, yeah. you know, and, and uh, then the Cowboys took him on and he had a great season. Good good football player, but is he a $70 million guy? I don't know. Yeah, it looks like only 30 of it's guaranteed. Um, so we'll see maybe just two years guaranteed out of there. Yeah. Not really sure how that'll work. but um, Danny Trevathan to a three-year extension. Um, so that's a nice ad for them. Now, they also signed another tight end, Demetrius Harris. So tight end, apparently an area they really wanted to shore up. They did lose Chase Daniel, um, who's been their backup for a while. So he signed good. a nice contract in Detroit. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. You career well, backup. And you well, go, when your starting quarterback is a Matt, broken back. Right. Matt Stafford <laughs> is unlikely to play all 16. I'm going to go out on a whim right now and say there is no way Matt Stafford plays 16 next year. I wonder if we can get what over under you could get on that at the books. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so the Bears are an interesting option for some of these quarterbacks that they it sounds like the Bears want someone to compete with Trubisky. Yes. Uh, they're looking for someone, whether it's Andy Dalton, whether it's Jameis Winston, Man, whether it's Cam get, Newton. If you get Dalton and Trubisky, just what a level of mediocrity you're bringing it's to the It's a real fest. Yeah, they're having a pillow fight in the backfield. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> gross yeah who do you honestly amongst those two quarterbacks how do you go i'm behind this guy yeah. i think you just got to get behind trubisky if you're a bears fan and be like he, we drafted him he's younger he's got potential to get better we know what dalton is you know it's, yeah it's kind of tried and true there i i'm surprised you're so down on andy dalton after what he did for you oh he's Can't you show some gratitude he's beloved in western new york he could come take matt barkley's job right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right uh Speaking of Andy Dalton and the Cincinnati Bengals are next. Yeah, a big contract for DJ Reader, a really nice D tackle. Another piece lost from Houston, uh, going to Cincinnati for four years, fifty-three million. As the train out of Houston continues, yeah, that's a team that really could take a marked step back after a very good season, which is really crazy to think. Fantasy football is going to be interesting with that group now next year. I mean, I, I like Watson. some of those. Yeah, I know exactly. And do, is Watson as high of a uh, value anymore is uh kenny stills and and will fuller and kiki qt he's still there right yeah yeah, yeah. he's good but he's no he's no hopkins <laughs> none of them are hopkins yeah. i mean there are very few of those um the bengals did uh franchise tag aj green yeah um and then they signed trey waynes trey out waynes. of minnesota a three-year 42 million dollar deal two million trey waynes is a nice corner um yeah. i i would i would say trey waynes uh, out of michigan state right yeah pretty sure yes. um they got a lot of up-in-the-air stuff for themselves, too. I mean, they, they have a ton. I'm looking at their, their list of their own free agents. They have a ton. Cordy Glenn, Tyler Eifert, John Jerry. I mean, yeah. it looks like half the offensive line. Alex Redmond's a free agent. Uh, Jarius Lehman, another offensive lineman. Just a ton, ton yeah. of people they need to figure out what to do. One, their biggest... two, three corners on free agency you could definitely see why they went after uh four because they lost denard already yeah so you definitely see why they had to go after uh trey waynes here biggest remaining needs quarterback offensive line linebacker they're going to address joe burrow with the, the number one that shouldn't even be on let's there let's be honest that they, they're they need everything except for probably running back at this yeah. point i mean they're, yeah they, i mean I, I like their receivers if aj green comes back healthy i i i, I mean i think healthy and his age you probably still want to add yeah um <laughs> You know, and, and the offensive line is always going to be important, especially when you bring in a rookie quarterback that I expect to be starting from day one. Um, yeah. Let's move on to another team in the AFC North. 
the Cleveland Browns. Uh, they've been splashy. Again. They've made moves. That's what they seem to do. Um, uh, front office, it seems to have some disorganization. Um, but, you know, they made a couple moves here in adding offensive tackle Jack Conklin. Yeah, uh, big so contract. The thing is, that the guys that they're signing right now, these two guys, Conklin and Hooper, they're big signings. It's not your wide receiver OBJ like last year, and you know. Yeah. Now you've got you've got Chubb. They placed the tender on Kareem Hunt, so they'll have him back again. Um, so that backfield's dynamic. You've got a dynamic wide receiver group. You yeah. add Austin Hooper to it. You solidify your right tackle position. No excuses, Baker Mayfield. No excuses. Yeah, I mean, you know, they lost Joe Schubert. They lost him. They lost Christian Kirksey, so you lose two linebackers. That's definitely got to be an area of need for them at this point. Uh, Schubert got a huge deal, which we'll get to later. But Conklin got a big deal, three years, 42. Hooper, four years, 42, the highest paid tight end. I, I got four football. years, 44 here with 23 guaranteed per uh, Mike Silver, Tom Pelissero, and Ian Rappaport. Yeah, the spot rack has them at 442 with 23 guaranteed as well. I think we're splitting hairs there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Case Keenum they brought in to be the backup. Three years, $18 million. $10 million uh, guaranteed. It, it, so one thing that, you know, if, you, if you're not familiar with how NFL contracts really work, they gave him a three-year $18 million deal. Essentially what they gave him was a two-year $10 million deal. Yeah. There's no guarantee of that last $8 million. And if they don't need him or they find somebody else that's going to fill that backup role for that last season. Bye. That, yep, see ya. So he's only going to get $10 million out of that deal. Um, so – when you hear them talking about these exorbitant numbers, look at the guaranteed money in the contract. Don't look at the overall size of the contract. Yeah. Uh, next on the docket, let's move to the NFC East for the Dallas Cowboys. Who have also been busy. Um, yeah. Mostly firming up their own people, just trying to stay stay on track. Yeah, the only things I see here are re-signs. They, yeah. uh, they haven't brought anyone from the outside they in they have not signed any free agents because they're guys uh, except for now amari cooper um of their own five-year hundred million dollar contract for him but 60 million guaranteed 40 million at signing yeah yo 40 boy that's a nice deal huh? that is a nice deal kudos to the, his agent yeah um but they've, they've lost a lot robert quinn gone randall cobb gone jason winton gone byron jones most notably gone uh yuck yeah. Malik they're, Collins gone. They're going to have to backfill in the draft um, and maybe go with some of these these lower-tier remaining free agents out here. Yeah. Um, Wide they, receivers should be interesting because the, they're, you're losing Cobb. Devon Austin is a, is a free agent as well. Yeah, they're, they're going to need some help there. Um, but I think it's a it was imperative that they brought back the Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper together. Yeah. Um, th- that's a big deal for them. Um, Blake Jarwin is going to be the number one tight end there now with Witten's departure. You don't have to worry about any kind of timeshare going on there. Um, but that's a position they could look to upgrade. Uh, biggest remaining needs, the cornerback now. You, you lost Byron Jones. Yeah, the sec- I think secondary in general yeah. is pretty – it's all defense, cornerback, safety, D line. Yeah. You know they they need to tighten things up on that on that defense. Their linebacking core I love with Van Der Esch and and Jalen uh, Smith, Smith and, and Sean, Sean Lee's Lee back, back again. Yeah. Um, so linebackers great, but yeah. everywhere else on that defense yeah. can use some help. Losing Quinn, losing Bennett at the same time is going to be hard. To, you got to get at least one good replacement for the two of them. Yeah, and it ain't going to be cheap as we see the contracts that these defensive ends are landing. Uh, so they got to have to figure that out. Maybe that's what they start looking for draft-wise, but 
Maybe uh, maybe they try to trade for Ngakwe because you know he's on the market. Oh, I'm well aware. <laughs> uh, Denver Broncos. Denver. They uh, signed. They acquired in a trade with the Jaguars, AJ Boye, in exchange for a 2024th round pick. Um, they added Graham Glasgow, the offensive guard, who I was a big fan of in this free agent period. And they signed Justin Simmons, uh, fr- franchise tag Justin Simmons, to keep yeah. him around. Um, their biggest needs are showing as wide receiver, defensive line, and offensive line. Any thoughts? No, I mean, they, they've been really quiet. I know that it, they, they keep coming up as possible landing spots for everybody, it seems. I hear quarterbacks that they're interested there. I heard running back today, which I thought was nuts, uh, when they're talking about Melvin Gordon. Uh, somebody mentioned Denver as a potential landing spot, and I couldn't figure out why. Yeah. It seems like that's one position where they should feel pretty happy where they're at. Um, but, you know, John Elway seems to be a little different in his team building than I would be, so... Uh, we'll see how, what they end up doing here. Detroit Lions uh, signed Jamie Collins today. Three-year, $30 million deal. Feels like he's been in the league since 1974. Uh, yes, and he haunts me. Yeah. He, <laughs> he's had some moments again against and, and dealing with the Buffalo Bills, right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, they agreed to a deal with Chase Daniel to be the backup quarterback there. Yeah. Um, as we talked about before. And then um, I'm not sure that I got this one under my belt, this offensive a, tackle. Just give it a go. Halapulvati Vayatai. Yes, it sounds fine. Five years, $50 million. Um, then Nick Williams, the D tackle, coming over from Chicago, two years, $10 million. Um, Just a, some solid signings, nothing too splashy, except for I think Jamie Collins makes a huge impact on the defense. Yeah. He's very versatile, obviously with familiarity. Uh, with Matt Patricia, so um, yeah, they have um, big needs at corner. Yeah. Um, I think that Jeffrey Okuda is going to be the best choice for them if they stay if they stand pat in the draft. Yeah. It, it was definitely um, outside linebacker was a need for them. Yeah, and you could have gone that way, but with the signing of Jamie Collins, you're really setting yourself up to take the best corner available. Uh, yeah, and I think that this takes the the Clemson kid off the table for you, yeah. rather than going with Isaiah Simmons there at, at three. Yep. I think now you're going to look at Jeffrey Okuda if you decide to stand pat, and you're you're going to, it's going to be risky if you try and trade down with the char- if the Chargers decide they want to leap up to six. I don't know if Okuda is going to be there for him at, at six, um, but you know he could be uh, with the quarterbacks coming off the board in front of them. So, lot to be lot to unpack when we get closer to the draft when it comes to that kind of stuff and talking about positioning. So absolutely, um, Green Bay Packers they signed Christian Kirksey. Uh, two years, $16 million deal. Um, he was released by the Browns, right? He had, yes. yeah. So that's a nice one for the Packers because compensatory picks next year. Um, yeah. Kirksey does not count towards those now because he was released by his team prior to the free agency period. And Ricky Wagner, they signed the right tackle, um, having to try to replace, uh, Bulaga there. Um, so a nice solid signing for them there. Let's talk about the Houston Texans. Oh, the tire fire yeah. that is Houston. So they've added a lot of players here. Um, Randall Cobb, three-year, $27 million deal to complement that wide receiver core. So that's a deep group. It's just lacking the star at the top of it now. Yeah, it's you're trading Hopkins for Randall Cobb is not exactly inspiring. Yeah. Um, Kaimi Fairbairn uh, re-signed. 
as their kicker. Four years, 17.6, over $4 million a year for a kicker. That's pretty good nowadays for those guys that can kick a ball. Wow. Darren Fells, re-signed, two years, $7 million. David Johnson, acquired in that Cardinals deal we detailed earlier. A.J. McCarron, re-signed uh, to back up Deshaun Watson. And Bradley Roby um, agreed to a three-year, $36 million contract to remain in Houston. So, you know, they, there are going to be a lot of changes there in that town. Their biggest remaining needs, wide receiver, defensive line, offensive line. Yeah, I I can't believe some of the stuff that they, that comes out of this place. Um, you know, they made a lot of trades last year. It seemed like they were really going for it. And then to just get rid of Hopkins and take on – Johnson seems like such an odd step backwards in time. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we'll see. Lamar Miller is a free agent. They're probably obviously going to let him walk now. Yeah. But I, I don't think he's better than Lamar Miller at this point of his career. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, if anything, you're talking. Comparable. Could he have a renaissance? I don't know. You don't sure. see it a lot out of running backs, though. Not a lot. And he was a he was a straight speed guy for a long time. His speed and quickness yeah. was what he relied on. He's had so many injuries that have hampered him. It's just like whether or not Todd Gurley is going to ever regain, you know, the form that he once had. So uh, let's move on to Indianapolis. Indianapolis, another very interesting one. Um, I'm only showing one signing, but it's a big one. Philip Rivers. Yeah. Indianapolis Colts signing Philip Rivers to come be their one year, twenty five million guaranteed. Um, it should be interesting to see what they do because with one year fully guaranteed, he's definitely your guy this season. That is what it is. But what do you do moving forward if that's it? Yeah, Rivers has said that he hopes to show that he belongs there longer than this. Um, you know, I was uh, listening to Daniel Jeremiah um, at Move the Sticks, I think, on Twitter. Yeah. Um, he did a hit on NFL Network today and said uh, – that Rivers is so charged up, so excited for this. He charged up. Yeah. Did he say charged up? <laughs> no, I. That, that's my <laughs> wordplay. <laughs> so he, he's so excited right now uh, to be part of a new organization, a team that has an offensive line that'll protect him in front of him, presumably with the re-signing Allegedly. of with Anthony Costanzo re-signing. Um, obviously, uh, Quentin. Uh, Nelson. Nelson. We'll get his name wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's only the best offensive lineman in the league. Um, DeForest Buckner, the addition via trade with the 49ers. Yeah, that is a huge addition. I mean, this Colts team is solid. Yeah. They, they have, you know, maybe get another wide receiver um, in the draft, which obviously we keep hearing how deep this draft is. Um, but with that adding up the middle, uh, this team is a solid football team. Phillip Rivers. I think gives them some more of what luck brought them with a big arm, able to push the ball down the field. Um, just a, a little better fit than what Brissett uh, yeah. was here. I mean, to me, I'm making this team my favorite to win that division right now. Yeah, I mean, you I'm not Houston's sure. fallen back. Yeah, and, and Tennessee was, was solid last year, but they were a borderline playoff team. And they're losing their right tackle, and that offensive line is such a huge part of their run last season. Yeah. They were dirty <laughs> yeah absolutely so um hey, you know teams are going to find some things to expose ryan Tannehill at some point how uh how much do you think it costs to move a family of 11 from from san diego to indianapolis for philip rivers you shouldn't me tom you know how much money he's going to save in mortgage and rent moving to indianapolis from <laughs> yeah. san diego that's all covered he's, baby. Got, a, that's, he's got a penthouse that's, now that's easy <laughs> nine kids god yeah. bless god bless both of them that's yeah i mean that's 
They're doing God's work. <laughs> so, um, on to the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jags. And this will be uh, this will be our last one before we take a quick break here. Need a um, T.O. Yeah, we're, we're just reeling off information right now. and um, Just trying to keep up is just... It, it, it is. Last night was insane as it was, everything was happening. It happened so fast. It seemed like... All day today, too, man. It's just been, like, nonstop. Absolutely. Every time I, I refresh Twitter, it's like... You know, there's, there's you missed this. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, a couple of signings for them on, on the defensive side. Um, Darkies Denard, the corner from Cincinnati, comes over three years, thirteen and a half. And Joe Schober, we've mentioned before, linebacker from Cleveland, five years, fifty three million dollars. Yeah, he got paid. And I actually, paid. I actually saw um, a great breakdown of Schobert's game yeah. uh, by Brian Baldinger. And uh, Schobert can do it all. He he really is a talented linebacker, and he's been completely overlooked for a long time. And now he's gonna get he's getting what he deserves, uh, and I'm happy to see it going down there. And you know that that organization's going through some transition, obviously. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's gonna happen there, but yeah, this team's really interesting with where they are and where they're heading. I think we'll see a lot still in this off season of what what their goals are and kind of where they think they are at this point. Um, their draft should be interesting. They have some draft picks. Obviously, they got another first for Jalen Ramsey. Um, so they have some ammunition there. Uh, we'll, we'll stay tuned. I think that they may have some big things to, to do one way or the other, whether they make some more trades or. Yeah. Well, you know, it's um, it's going to be interesting to see if they decide to stick with one of those two quarterbacks down there in that, in that city. Um, Darquez Denard. Uh, agreed to a three-year, thirteen and a half million dollar deal, and that's that's pretty good. Yeah, it's a um, solid. It's not. They did not overpay for him. He's right. Just, you know, he's not a elite corner, but he's a solid NFL player, yeah. and to get him out of that deal is not bad. It'll yeah. give him lots of flexibility. And of course, we we have to mention Yannick and Gakwe, franchised, not, not happy, happy, probably not going to be there. Probably going to. They're probably going to add another first round pick, or, or presumably. I mean, I. God, he's so young. He's yeah. so talented. I, I wouldn't give him – I'd make him stick around. You know, the, the one part becomes you have to find the right team who can actually match his demand, salary demands because you know any team going to make this trade, they're going to have to have the contract worked out beforehand. So you have to find a team that can give you something for it and a team that's able to get him to sign on that bottom line. So, you know, unfortunately in these situations, the player has a lot of leverage because they can kind of – no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sign the play there. Tell them, and yeah. then the, that team's gonna back out. They're not gonna, you know, they're not gonna trade for somebody they know who isn't gonna stay with them. Absolutely. Um, they have needs at cornerback, D line, and O line uh, yeah. remaining still, and who knows what's gonna happen at quarterback. So I, I feel like yeah. they're a potential landing spot for Cam Newton, for Jameis Winston. Um, yeah, I saw know, Foles for Andy might be, Dalton. I, I mean, yeah, Foles might be on the trading block if they got oh, yeah, the right yeah. deal. I mean, my understanding is the Bears are heavily interested yeah. in Nick Foles. So, yeah, great, great battle there with Trubisky and Foles too, right? Yeah. So, all, all right. right, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break here. Uh, we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and so on down the alphabet. Talk to you soon. And welcome back to the Hammered Sports Podcast here from the Hammered Sports Lounge. Kevin Gray, co-host Tom Abbey, and a special guest in the room tonight, our friend Josh Stouffer. He's here uh, spectating. Taking Angel. it all in. Yeah, it's exciting times for, you know, our first fan in the room while we report the, record the podcast. Uh, let's move on to the Kansas City Chiefs. Hold on, hold on. The defending world champion, Kansas City Chiefs. 
indeed and they didn't need to do a whole lot in free agency it's a good so thing they didn't they, they have not <laughs> yeah. uh franchise tag on chris jones um picked up a contract option for damian williams and that is it yeah i mean uh you know if it ain't broke don't fix it absolutely and uh they they may get into a spot where they need another corner they do have quite a few of them uh you know none of their starters but they do have a few options there kendall fuller um Morris Claiborne, Bashad Breland are all free agents. Fuller's already left town. So, I mean, with three corners possibly leaving, you're going to have to backfill that at some point. So. Yeah. Um, Las Vegas Raiders. That's right. Las Vegas Raiders. Get used to it, America. Yeah. Um, signed Jeff Heath. Um, kind of a multi-purpose safety that played with the Cowboys for a number of years. Uh, joining John Gruden's staff there. Uh, two-year deal, $8 million. Um yeah. Nick Kwiatkowski, uh, three-year, $21 million deal, yeah. uh, 13 and a half in guarantees. Corey Littleton, looks like they were really trying to shore up that linebacker group there. Uh, Corey Littleton, three-year deal up to $36 million. Yeah, Jason Witten. Hard-hitting Jason Witten. Carl Nassib, another linebacker. Yeah, linebacker slash DN, he kind of, yeah. you know, edge of the roster kind of guy. And, and Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota and Malik Collins. I'm not sure if you said that yet, but Malik Collins as well, so. Quite a few signings for these yeah. guys right out of the gate. Kind of under-the-radar guys, you know, nothing yeah. that really flashes. Corey Littleton was maybe one of the top 15 prospects available. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> you know, coming over from the Rams. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I like everything they've done here. Um, they gave Carr competition. I think it was one of those things where they probably would have liked to get somebody better at quarterback to replace Carr. Yeah. But if not, at least get someone to push Carr. Absolutely. And give yourself a different option. Um, I heard right from the get-go that Mariota was a – you know, Gruden loved him coming out of college, loved a lot of the things he could do. So, like, right away that you were seeing people talk about it. Um, it seems to be a good landing spot for him. Maybe he can do to a car what Tannehill did to them and yeah. come in and spark something. So Absolutely. Um, Los Angeles Chargers um, lost their quarterback today. Obviously, they, they kind of decided they were going to move on. Um, seems like Melvin Gordon is a goner now. Um, so they went out and signed Brian Bulaga. Yeah. Uh, to play right tackle for him. Yeah. I, I would assume right tackle anyway. Philip Rivers is like, no, now you sign a right tackle. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Um, Austin Eckler um, agreed to a four-year, $24.5 million hey, hey. contract extension. Awesome, Eckler. Yeah. Um, Hunter Henry was franchise tagged. Yep. And then they traded for Trey Turner to play guard for him, uh, trading away Russell Okung. Um, I think that's an upgrade for them, to be totally honest with you. So um, I like their offensive line with Turner and Balaga better than I did with Russell Okung on it. Yeah, and it all comes down to what ends up happening at quarterback. Um, you know, they, they've made some additions. They're trying to protect their, whoever ends up being their quarterback. Uh, they're going to need a running back uh, to complement Eckler. I don't know if Eckler's what I would consider an every-down kind of guy. Yeah. Um, so it should be interesting to see what they end up doing. Do they look at Cam Newton? Do they try and make that trade? Yeah. Do they bring in Jameis Winston? Um, they're going to be in that new stadium. Uh, you know, they're going to need to fill seats. Winston would give you an exciting style of offense. Um, Cam Newton is going to be kind of a splashy move to get people excited. Yeah, definitely a name you can bank on. Or, or do you draft? I yeah. Mean, <laughs> yeah. We were about to say the same thing. Yeah, right? absolutely. Um, next on the docket, the Los Angeles Rams. They have made no notable additions at this point. Um, you see anything there? Uh, no, they've been really quiet. I think uh, I've heard a couple things where maybe Todd Gurley is eligible to be traded. 
which to me is, is kind of odd. They've lost a few guys. Littleton we talked about. Michael Brockers, he's gone. It sounds like they're getting rid of Dante Fowler. Um, so they've definitely made some subtractions all on the defensive side. Uh, it'll be interested to see if anything does happen with Gurley or if that's just, you know, they're taking calls, seeing what's up and what they do. Um, Blake Bortles is a free agent, so they may need a backup uh, quarterback. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there at all. Yeah. Um, let's talk about my Miami Dolphins. Oh, there is a lot to talk about in Miami. A lot that the Dolphins came into the offseason with the most cap space, and they've definitely been trying to make good use of it um, with a lot of interesting signings here. Yeah, uh, so we start with uh, the first move that they made was Eric Flowers, uh, three-year, $30 million deal, $19.95 million fully guaranteed, so essentially a two-year, $20 million deal with him. Uh, he resurrected his career in Washington, uh, moving into guard. Um, they have list, listed as an offensive tackle here, but that's where he started his career. But his best play is at yeah, guard. guard. That's where he's going to be. Um, probably the biggest signing is Byron Jones, the corner. Yep. Um, maybe a top five corner in the league. Uh, agreed to a five-year, $82 million deal, $54.5 million guaranteed. Um, he's going to be opposite Xavier Howard and really makes that a formidable secondary now. Um, I'm very excited about that signing. Yeah. And uh, more defensive signings. Kyle Van Noy coming over from New England, another defector from New England. Um, four years, $51 million. So um, a, fl- a splashy amount, but they actually have a – it's only $30 million guaranteed. Well, it looks like they have a potential out even after two years built into the contract from what I'm seeing here. At 28 years old, Kyle Van Noy is the oldest free agent that they signed yeah. in this class, which yeah. is something that makes me happy. Yeah, he'll be 29 at the start of the season. Uh, Shaq Lawson, three years, $30 million. Um, Emmanuel Ogba. Was it Ogba or Ogba? Ogba, I think, Ogba. Yeah. Two years, fifteen uh, two million. Years fifteen. Seven and a half guaranteed. So you know that tells you it's one a one-year, year, seven yep. and a half million dollar deal. And then Jordan Howard, two-year, ten million, five million is only the guaranteed amount there. So same kind of deal. Um, come in, play well, earn your spot. You get your second year. If not, we'll replace you. Yeah, and um, I, I have to say I'm ecstatic with the class that they've signed here and you through free agency. This is a group that uh, they didn't. So they spent a lot of money but they didn't lock themselves into long-term deals or deals that have guys kicking money down the road. Um, they can get out of virtually all of these deals in three years. Um, so you're not going to have yourself under the bus five years from now by having to kick money down the road, which is the scariest thing that, that teams do, which is the kind yeah. of thing they did with Indemic and Sue and you know the, Rashad Jones when they had to re-sign him. They kicked money down the road there. So those are things that are just they're so detrimental to your organization when you start doing that. Um, this is an opportunity to maybe get a rookie quarterback contract in here for the next five years with this group that, you know, I, I mean, the ideal situation for me is two is there at five, they draft him and then you fill other positions, their biggest needs, still quarterback, offensive line, running back. Um, this doesn't take into account Jordan Howard. So that's, you know, one step. I still think they'll draft another running back. Here. Yeah. And, uh, maybe, a, a, another, another wide out. Yeah, I think, yeah. I you think, could use to fill out that wide receiver group. Yeah, which sure. again in this draft you have plenty of options for second and third wide receivers on a team. But you know a lot of signings. Um, you know again the, when you look at the first dollar amount, it's a ton. But when you look at guaranteed money and length, it's it's they've done a really jo- good job of managing it. It's something that I think more. We were just talking about this earlier today. More and more GMs are getting savvy to this game, and you see some teams who are getting really good at this kind of. Um, paying people up front 
but not paying them for long periods of time, spending the money when you have it and not necessarily just projecting it for forever. Oh, we have money now. We're always going to have it. No, that's not how that works. Well, and, and, you know, teams go through this. It's cyclical where they, they have to purge a bunch of money off their roster, um, you know, particularly teams that have that have overspent in the past. Yes, that, that's the thing. And, um, you know, Miami's gone through that. And last year was the purge. That's where they got rid of everything. All that money's gone, and now they've got, you know, two defensive ends that set the edge against the run and a secondary that they expect to be as good as any in the league. So yeah. um, now let's know. get to a team that did not spend wisely and are now getting their comeuppance. Yeah. The Minnesota Vikings. So uh, they trade Stephon Diggs for some draft capital. Um, they lose Stephen Weatherly. They lose Trey Waynes. They also have Everson Griffin, Xavier Rhodes, Linville Joseph. Uh, wow. All, yeah. um, a lot of guys who are free agents that are just and they're they're, they're bind they're they are in a bind they don't have money to really make a big moves to replace any of these guys yeah you're losing your top two corners and there was the strength of your defense their their additions they, they don't even have any there it's just re-signs that they mm-hmm. have on their team anthony harris was a franchise tag second round tender on eric wilson and re-signed cj ham their fullback yeah um, so they're going to stand pat with where they're at. Now they better add wide receiver help and cornerback help in this draft. I mean, that's yeah. that's what they're going to have to look to do with some of the, the capital that they've gained in trading away uh, digs. You know, I, I would expect that maybe they're going to maybe go with one of those wide receivers that are available. Maybe C.D. Lamb is there at the Bills pick that they added. Um, and, you know, T. Higgins or, yeah. um, you know, any of those guys could fall down the board and be available with all the other craziness that's going on with the transition of these teams. Um, there's so much depth at that wide receiver position. I think that that's probably where they felt they could save money and still have a, a valuable player uh, through the draft. So, and, and it didn't seem like it was working out. Diggs and the offensive coordinator were having problems. Diggs and the head coach. He no-showed for a little while. And Diggs and the, the quarterback, they all seemed to have problems. You know, he, he wasn't satisfied. So if you can – free up cap space which you desperately needed you can get draft capital to get player good players at cheap amounts and get rid of a headache i think it's a win-win for minnesota on there as well yeah um the new england patriots obviously they need a quarterback now they need uh, a lot now they do well i mean the quarterback loss is huge you, you don't know who's going to fill that is it going to be jared stidham are they going to be happy to yes. to move forward with jared stidham or andy dalton andy dalton cam I, newton please Jameis Winston. Um, Jameis Winston would be very interesting. Jameis Winston would give Bill Belichick a heart attack by week four. He would be losing <laughs> his shit. I don't yeah. know if he can handle that. And and I don't know if Jameis Winston would know what to do with the type of wide receivers they have. He'd be like, "What do you What do you mean? You just don't run straight down the field and catch balls? I throw yeah. up high. I don't get it. What, yeah. What do you do? <laughs> right. What do you do here? Although Nikhil Harry could be in for a record season for <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bombs. Yeah. Well, you I mean, would just throw it to him forty times a game. Yeah. They've already lost Kyle Van Noy and Jamie Collins. Both gone. They've lost Brady. Um, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see what else they they lose, what they can get to come back the to The Patriot them. dynasty is over. Facts. The it AFC East domination of the Patriots is over. Now, could they win the division? Who knows? I don't know what they're going to add. Maybe their defense is still strong enough to keep them in the hunt. Maybe the Bills and Dolphins and Jets can't do enough to get over the top this year, and they're able to win a 9-7 and seven division. You know, that Ugh. it's not impossible for that to happen. 
um, but they're not a powerhouse in the NFL anymore. Yeah. Uh, another fun th- thing to do today is try to get information about the New England Patriots without seeing a million articles about when we lost Tom Brady. I just just Googled New, New England Patriots and pages of articles about Brady's yeah. well, moving on. That's it. That's all I got. Uh, New Orleans Saints. Um, interesting that they show the biggest remaining need here is wide receiver uh, when they have the best wide receiver in football. Correct. You can fill any other three guys in those positions, and they can be productive. So I don't see that as a huge need. I'm not sure what NFL.com is looking at here, putting that as their top need. Yeah, um, I mean, it might, you could definitely consider it a need. You, you do need a second and third option, but top need? Come on. Yeah. Um, Drew Brees re-signed two-year deal worth about $5 million. He's going to retire a New Orleans Saint, and with Teddy Bridgewater gone, um, Taysom Hill just get a couple of years to uh, prepare himself to be the quarterback there potentially. I don't know. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I, I wonder if they're going to bring Eli Apple back. Um, he seemed to play pretty well when he got there. Uh, he's had his ups and downs in his career, but I mean, he, he was pretty good this last season there with Lattimore, you know, really shutting down one yeah. side and, and Apple having to go up against the number two. It seemed to be a good fit. Um, I would imagine they'd like to keep him, but he is a free agent. He's probably getting phone calls yeah. after that nice season. Obviously, people love corners. Um, he he was looked he was projected so high coming out of college. Everybody yeah. thought that he was going to be maybe a lockdown corner at this level, and he just hasn't not reached that potential yet. And he finally seemed to find a nice role there in New yeah, Orleans. Exactly. You know, he's not your number one shutdown corner like people had hoped out of college, but he's still a good second option on a team that has that number one corner. Yeah. Um, but they have a lot of free agents at the corner spot. Apple, PJ Williams, and Johnson Bedmosi, all free agents. And then linebacker, AJ Klein's already gone to Buffalo. You have Stephon Anthony, Josh Martin, Manti Teo, all free agents. So they definitely need some some help at corner and linebacker, even if it's from, you know, just keeping their own guys. Yeah. Um, the New York football giants. Um, oh, and a backup quarterback now. Before we get too far, Bridge, Bridgewater moving on. Taysom Hill, and maybe he's just—he's going to be the guy at the backup quarterback. They may just have to not use him quite as much in those slash type roles. Yeah, that might be scary. Yeah, right, uh, New York Giants. Yeah, James Bradbury is their uh, marquee signing here. Uh, cornerback agreed to a three-year, forty-five million dollar deal with thirty-two million guaranteed. Um, it's a pretty hardy contract for that guy. Yeah. Um, Kyler Fackrell, uh, linebacker, one year, $4.6 million. David Mayo, uh, three year, $8.4 million extension. Uh, Blake Martinez, yeah. yep. three years, $30 million. And uh, Levine Toilolo is going to be their new tight end, two year, $6.2 million contract. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they need someone. Um, under uh, all names that are were not at the top of the list, really, uh, Bradbury was maybe one of the top two or three corners available. Blake Martinez is a really good um, inside linebacker. I, you could definitely see that that was something they needed to address. Uh, they could not stop the run very well last year. Yeah. So um, getting a fact roll from Green Bay and Martinez, that is a very concentrated effort to stop the run and, and go from there. Biggest remaining needs at wide receiver, safety, and offensive line. Um, I played a season on Madden with uh, – the Giants. I decided I wanted to pick a, an NFC franchise and uh, try and rebuild them from a bad place. <laughs> so uh, my first offseason signing that I made was uh, Taysom or uh, Tyreek Hill. Ah. 
Um, get some speed. Yeah, get some speed uh, with Darius Slayton and uh, you know some other guys. So it was uh, that was my big move in the off season was get Tyreek Hill and uh, continue with that Saquon Barkley situation. So I can see why yeah. wide receivers their number one need. Yeah, just run Barkley and have wide receivers that can create separate or just get down the field and make space underneath. Yeah, right now you've got Sterling Shepard, Russell Shepard, yeah. um, Darius Slayton. Um, yeah. you know, not Ingram's there, you know, my favorite weapon they have. He's, yeah. He's good. Having Ingram is a, is a solid tight end. So it's time for my favorite part of the episode, which is where we all get to laugh at the jets. Yeah. I love, I love laughing at so, the jets. The jets have just unloaded $57 million on the combination of George Fant and Connor McGovern. Well, that's the master plan. Yeah. Apparently. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> George Fant was the tackle for the Seattle Seahawks. Those of you who have watched the Seahawks game in the last four years remember watching Russell Wilson run for his life every play. Um, good luck uh, running for your life, Sam Darnold. Has anyone checked on Darnold during this crisis? He seems to be get sick pretty easy. Yeah, he's got some immune he's issues. Got, he's got some immunity issues. We got don't the, wanna... got the, the mono. Yeah, it's definitely in New York. Kevin Durant's got it. Yeah. I'd watch out. Be careful, Sam Darnold. Somebody check on Sam Darnold, please. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, that's it? We're done We're done with the Jets? I mean, we can laugh a little more. They, they really more. don't have anything else going on. Um, they Robbie need Anderson's some, they need still a free agent. Yeah. They're not going to re-sign him. Who's going to play wide receiver there? Yeah, Demarius Thomas is a free agent. Robbie Anderson's a free agent. Waterley doing it wide receiver. Um, Give him all... some weapons. Give this kid a chance. You know, because I do like Sam Darnold. I'm not going to yeah. say it. I think he's got the potential to be really good. Um, yeah. this, this unit that he has out there to work with now, yeah. it's disgusting. The it's offensive terrible. line's a joke, and then you bring in uh, a guy in George Fant who's just been bad in Seattle. Yeah, and and that that's the solution. So I mean, I, I mean, if I'm addressing that team needs, I, I, I'm going wide receiver O line early and often in this draft. Yeah, because the defense isn't awful. The defense right. is solid. Yeah. All right, now we can go to the Eagles. All right, Philadelphia. Um, Javon Hargrave agreed to a three-year, $39 million deal that included $26 million fully guaranteed. Um, my understanding is they think that he can add pressure up the middle, a la Jordan Phillips. Listen, Hargrave and Fletcher Cox next to each other is kind of scary. Yeah. That's that's some scary stuff. Yeah. Fletcher Cox by himself causes enough headaches for people. I can't imagine someone like Hargrave getting there. Oof. Yeah, and then they uh, re-signed two safeties, Rodney McLeod and Jalen Mills, um, and re-signed Nate Sudfield to be their backup quarterback. So I don't see a whole lot there to get excited about. The defensive side, is it's good. That Hargrave addition is huge. You've got to get better wide receivers there, don't you? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You could see last year that that was the huge problem. They have a couple old wide receivers. Once they went down, I didn't have a lot going on. They threw it to Zach Ertz all the time and the other tight ends. you know, Which is fine because they're good. You, you've got to add yeah, more. The field. You, you already lost Jordan Howard. Yeah. Um, Ronald Darby's a free agent. Jason Peters, who knows what he's doing. Malcolm Jenkins right now is still a free agent out there. So uh, this could be a year where they have a lot of turnover and it ends up being interesting to see what they end up feel, uh, putting on the field next year. A, a lot of guys have gone away that are you know household names in Philadelphia with Malcolm Jenkins, Darby, Jason Peters, um, you know, last few years they've been a staple, and uh, they're going to have to replace them all now. Yeah, get me Henry Ruggs at their draft pick. Oh, yeah, get some speed on get that Get some team. speed on the team. You know, you got Elshon Jeffrey on one side, Henry Ruggs, 
uh, adds that speed that they need. And now, and then you get, and then you get, right. And then you got Zach Ertz there. Um, You know, that'd be a really formidable offense to deal with at that point. So on to the Pittsburgh Steelers who franchise tagged Bud Dupree predictably and added Derek Watt, TJ and JJ's brother um, at fullback. At fullback. Don't get excited. He's a fullback. He's a fullback. Yeah. He's a good fullback, but he's a fullback. Yeah, good, um, good fullback, great. They need to tighten up their offensive line. Uh, ben Roethlisberger is not going to move well when he gets back. Never has. Never has, and he's going <laughs> to move even slower, and he's just – he's older. Um, can they have a bounce back year? There, there are decent running backup quarterbacks out there that were not that good last year. Um, they're in the playoff hunt right down to the end, so – um, yeah. They probably yeah. need a tight end here at shows. Um, that makes sense. Maybe you can find somebody in the draft. Yeah, the good thing with them right now, besides Hargrave, which I think they're going to really miss, they haven't lost a lot of players, so they don't have to do a ton of reloading. It, it really is just kind of building around the, the core that they already had last year. I do see a couple offensive linemen on here, but none of the none of the names I'm familiar with. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't see anything that – Wow, they're going to really have a hard time replacing that. You can replace a D tackle, um, and they've been good in the draft. Yes, they've, they've, they've been... always been seem to seem to do well in the draft. Um, so yeah, we'll, it'll be interesting to see what they pick. Um, and I don't expect them to do much in free agency. They got a yeah. lot of money tied up everywhere. Uh, San Francisco 49ers, They are uh, standing pat with what they had, um, aside from the trade for uh, trading away. Uh, DeForest yeah. Buckner getting a first-round pick, a relatively early first-round pick. Um, that'll allow them to address some of their needs, which may be O-line, cornerback, and wide receiver. Um, Debo Samuel came around, but Emmanuel Sanders yeah. is a free agent now. Jordan um, Matthews is a free agent. Yeah. They're, they're losing a couple of veterans. They, they need more at that wide receiver spot to, to give uh, that pathetic excuse for a quarterback more option. <laughs> aggressive kevin aggressive i know i'm just, um, I'm just riding that anti-jimmy garoppolo theme out yeah I, did, I mean they definitely need to add weapons around him um obviously this is a good defense you just want to keep keep loading up there if you can keep that your strength but you know you don't expect a ton they have the two first round picks i think that's where you're going to see them really do work to add to this roster absolutely and re-signing eric armstead and jimmy ward those were the two deals yep. that they made that were expensive for them um you know and and uh, both of those guys rightly earned their spot to continue with that roster. Um, they'll continue to be tough to deal with uh, throughout the course of the next couple of years, i got to believe. And the team dealing with them is the Seattle Seahawks, who have added Greg Olson, uh, one year, $7 million, um, You know, trying to find a presence that he can count on or that Russell Wilson can count on at that spot. A um, couple interesting uh, people that are free agents for them. The biggest name still on the list, uh, Clowney, just hanging yeah, out there. Yeah, who knows where he's going to end up. Ziggy Ansa hanging out there. Michael Kendricks, Mikey Potty. I mean, Josh Gordon, <laughs> Jerron yeah. Reed. There's a lot of guys from Seattle looking for jobs. Yeah, well, uh, they re-signed uh, Jaron Reed. Oh, they did? Uh, yep, two-year, $23 million deal. Uh, Tom Pelissero was on that one. Um they also signed Greg Olson, and uh, they gave Jacob Hollister a tender. So they're going to probably have a lot of two tight end sets, and uh, which is normal you know, for them, right? And you know, maybe yeah. keep some people off of Russell Wilson a little yes, bit. Please drive some alignment. Yeah, I mean, this team ran the ball so well last year until they were, both the running backs went down towards the end of the season. It was it was really frustrating to see for them as they're really looking like they are poised to make a real run in the playoffs. You get your two starting running backs who were 
really the strength of that offense and keeping people honest and letting Russell Wilson hit make big plays. Um, once they were gone, it kind of opened up the floodgates of chasing Russell Wilson around again. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I think they're a team to watch this year as a, as a really talented group that, you know, had a lot more potential than they ended up showing because of those running back injuries and having to go to Marshawn Lynch in that situation. So, yeah. um, I think that this is a team that could compete still for that division. I'm interested to see where they pursue things in the draft. They need help at uh, edge rusher if Clowney leaves. And and Zigianza. I mean, they're two of their best rushers right there. So it's all about the line. What are they going to do on the lines? Are the O-line and D-line going to get better? So um, next up. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I I don't know. We got anything to talk about with these guys? I don't don't think so. Uh, I'm streaming through here. See if I can find anything. Oh, wait. Jameis Winston is a free agent. Oh, yeah. Sue is a free agent. Yeah. Rashad Perryman. Blaine Gabbert. Oh, yeah. And they signed some Tom Brady guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they they franchise tagged Shaq Barrett. I mean, that's, yeah. that's big news. That is definitely big news. JPP re-signed for two years, $27 million. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. one arm D-end. Yeah. Uh, Shaq Barrett was great. Yeah. He was great. He was the best pass rusher in the league last year. He is going to get a large contract when they work it out. Yeah. And now you've got Tom Brady there. You've got all those weapons there in Tampa. Tampa fans, you know, you've been through hell. <laughs> you've had you've had some rough go. You had the Brad Johnson period there that was exciting, I guess, with, with Chucky leading the, leading the group. But, uh, you know, now yeah. you, you might finally experience a renaissance. I really like Bruce Arians. And they get a quarterback that's not going to turn it over a ton, and you got all that talent around him. And I think they're going to compete for that division and compete for that conference. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Uh, Peyton Barber's a free agent. It'll be interesting to see who they bring in to pair in that backfield. Um, and I think they need linebacker help. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Tennessee Titans? Tennessee Titans, a fun team to talk about. Um, franchise Derrick Henry. Signed Ryan Tannehill to a big deal. Um, lost Jay Conklin, who I think is, uh, we talked about a little earlier, a really underrated um, kind of point of this as their, hu- their their push into the playoffs was very much offensive line driven. Um, they also signed Vic Beasley to a large one-year $12 million deal, $12 million deal, nine and a half of that guaranteed. Um, so he's going to try to get after the passer for him. Uh, you know, we'll see. I think Mariota left. You don't, you don't have a lot of other options. They are looking for linebackers. Wow. There's a lot of linebackers on their list. Correa, Bates, Woodyard, all free agents right now. Uh, Deion Lewis is gone. They cut him. Cameron Wake is gone, which I think is why you bring in Vic Beasley there. Uh, probably could use a tight end. Delaney Walker's out the door. Yeah. It's a, it's a team that I think, they're going to try to continue the momentum that they had at the end of last season. Yep. I don't think they're going to be 12 and four. I don't think that if, if no. in fact, depending on what their win total looks like when it comes out, I'd probably be leaning towards the under on it um, because I think they're going to get a lot of credit for, for what happened at the end of the year and their run in the playoffs. And, and not, people will forget about some of the disastrous. The warts, yeah. 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 I mean, you see teams like this that do that, that get these big runs and they don't often follow it up with another good season. Um, so we'll see what they can pull together. I mean, I think of the Jaguars a few years back. They made the great run, got to the AFC Championship game, gave the Patriots a scare, and then they disappeared from the world. Absolutely. Um, so I think it's very similar to that kind of uh, 
a run, a team that maybe overachieved in the playoffs, and uh, now they got to try to look themselves in the mirror and decide, are we that good, and kind of figure out where to go. Yeah. Um, Washington Redskins are the final team on the list. Um, just announced that uh, Thomas Davis appears to be joining uh, Ron Rivera um, with an HTTR post. Um, Kendall Fuller agreed to a four-year contract worth $40 million. Kevin Pierre-Lewis, one-year contract, $3.45 million. Brandon Sheriff got the franchise tag. And Wes Schweitzer gets a three-year, $13.5 million deal. He's, an, he's a guard. Um, so not a lot of flashy moves yet. Um, still a lot up in the air with this team. Are they going to continue with Dwayne Haskins? Or does Ron Rivera try to bring the, get the band back together with Cam Newton in Washington? Yeah. And what do they do at tight end? Jordan Reed and Vernon Davis, um, both free agents leaving. Um, what do they do there? Uh, it'll be interesting to see. They, they did add Kendall Fuller, which is good because they lost Norman, uh, Rogers Cromartie, and Aaron Colvin at corner. So they probably still need another another corner there. Um, you know, tight end, corner, quarterback, uh, I would say, are definitely all needs for this team. So there's the rundown. Um, let's wrap up, Tom, with a, with a quick look at who's still left on the market. Um you know, and, and we've got... You want to do it by position or, or all? Yeah, so I've got... Mine is uh, listed as the top 101 free agents. Um, so let me take a look here. I don't know if you guys are going to hear that on the podcast, but a video <laughs> started auto-playing in the background. <laughs> so that was cute. Um, by position, the, the best remaining available, uh, rather by, by rank according to NFL.com. Let's hear it. Best available player still is Jadevian Clowney. Yeah, and uh, the weird thing is I haven't heard a lot of in, uh, news about who's interested. Um, I wonder if maybe he's setting a bar too high for himself, you know, one yeah. of those things like uh, you, you think a player of his caliber, you'd hear, hey, he's going here, or hey, he's going there, and you really just haven't heard anything. And here are three more um, right in a row. They're ranked 12, 13, and 14. Uh, Chris Harris, Jameis Winston, and Dante Fowler. Um, Bless you. Excuse me. Um, Chris Harris is a pretty good corner. Um, he's 30 years old. Um, he had some struggles last year at points in time. Uh, I don't know if he's done or if, he's just, if he just had some moments where he wasn't motivated or made some mistakes. Um, he'll be a good addition for somebody uh, to get a year or two out of, I think. But I don't expect a big monster deal for him or anything. Yeah. Uh, Jameis Winston, uh, this is the guy that I'm totally up in the air. I have no idea where he's going to go. Yeah. I have no idea where he's going to land. Is he going to be a starter? Is he going to be a backup somewhere? Is he going to have to compete for a job? Uh, who knows? Yeah, I think there's going to be plenty of teams interested. I mean, he led the NFL in passing yards last year through 30 touchdowns, but with it, 30 interceptions. He did have LASIK surgery, so maybe he can see which jersey's his from now on. Yeah. That might be helpful. That could be um, very important. So we'll, we'll see what ends up happening with him. But definitely interesting to see that market. I'm sure it's going to heat up fast now that they know Tampa Bay's out of it. I want to see if he still squints. If he's just like Polidorus or you know yeah exactly, oh. you know if he's still pulling that squint move every time that he's looking at something off in the distance, yeah. maybe it's just habit now. Yeah, it's his signature. Yeah, he's got that Clint Eastwood squint down. Yeah, Dante Fowler Jr. Um, he was the number three overall pick by Jacksonville, and he finally 
came into his own last year. Eleven yeah. and a half sacks, sixteen tackle for loss with the Rams. Um, you know, seems like you might like him to come to Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would love Dante Fowler Jr. Uh, in Buffalo, but I yeah. think I think he might need too much dollars for them at this point. Yeah. Then we've got some guys. Um, Von Bell is still out there. A good safety that, that could be an option. He's only 25 years old. Um, he's kind of physical out of Ohio State. <clears throat> Had a decent start to his career in New Orleans, but uh, not going to stick around there, doesn't seem. Yeah, there's a lot of corners as I'm looking. There's a lot of cornerbacks here. Xavier Rhodes, Desmond Trufant, Chris Harris, you already mentioned. Jimmy Melvin Smith. Gordon still on the board. How about yeah, that? Yeah, Jimmy Smith, Logan Ryan. A lot of corners that are available that would have good veteran presence. Yeah. yeah, Melvin Gordon, as you just said, is a big name. Yeah, you know, looking for a big payday, and sometimes you you see these guys that last a little longer. Maybe they thought their market was better than it is. And yeah, that's, that's what you see. Um, Robbie Anderson is uh, the best deep threat remaining. Yeah, um, I didn't realize Everson Griffin was on the market still. He's a solid yes. football player. Yep, Everson Griffin right there, probably waiting to see where the clowny market goes, and then yeah. Whoever's after him is going to come. Emmanuel Sanders still on the market. Not sure how much he's got left in the tank. Um, Snacks Harrison. Yeah. Um, Andrew Whitworth. I don't know if he still wants to play. I mean, he's 38 years old. Yeah, Whitworth, Cordy Glenn, a couple tackles. Yeah, Ha-ha Clinton Dix. His name is just fun to say, if nothing yeah, else. No doubt. Akeem Tlaib. I mean, I don't know if he's going to play anymore. Yeah, that's a question mark. I mean, he's he was part of the Dolphins roster at the end yeah. of the year and never came to Miami. Devin Funchess. Yeah. Jason Peters, 38 years old. Does he want to play more? I don't know. Yeah. Um, Demarius Randall is a, is a decent safety um, that's still on the market. Yeah. Um, Malik Collins signed with, with Oakland, you said, right? Yeah. I liked Carl Joseph. Um, he's a He was a first-round pick. Um, the Raiders declined his, his fifth year option. Um, he had a foot injury, uh, that ended his season, but he's a physical, hard hitting in the box type safety. Um, could be Eric Ebron's on the market still. Uh, that's a good tight end. Yeah. Is it a good receiving tight end? Um, and Damican Sue on the market. Gerald McCoy. Gerald McCoy. Yeah. Devontae Freeman. Michael Bennett. Eli Apple. You talked about Michael Pierce. Ronald Darby, Carlos Hyde, Derek Wolf. I mean, there are a lot of names out here still to be had. Yeah. Um, so it's not over. A lot of the big names, the dust has settled on some of that. Um, but you're still going to see a number of names that you know over the next couple of days ending up in new homes. So um, let's put a bow on it, Tom. I mean, yeah, let's that was... put a bow on it. Um, so Kevin and I were talking, you know, depending on how this goes the next few days, we may have to do an emergency podcast friday or saturday to catch up on you know if the next two or three days are as busy as the last two we'll, we'll probably have to do another one to catch up otherwise you won't hear from us until next week um you know it, we are as sports fans just really bummed at uh the impact this has had uh, but also very understanding of the need and the why um, you know we would love nothing else to be watching college basketball and spring training baseball and basketball and hockey playoffs getting ready to start but you know, you have to do what what's right for everyone. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a hard time for sports fans, um, but I don't want to you know talk about that and and make light of the fact that there are right. you know people with immune uh, compromised immune systems and illnesses and elderly folks that are that could otherwise live a, an extended period of time and have a good life and uh, having it taken cut short by this uh, COVID nineteen out here. Um, so, you know. 
it's not fun for us. Um, but we'll make the best of it. We'll have podcasts as news comes out, maybe not on the same regular schedule, but um, we are going to be building up to the NFL draft because that is proceeding. So expect NFL draft heavy content over the next uh, month, probably yeah, a month or so. So um, thanks for listening, everybody. Again, follow us at hammered underscore sports at K Junior 99 uh, at tabby 11. Um, you know, follow us on, uh, at uh, hammered sports podcast on facebook um you know stick with us guys we're gonna we're gonna keep trying to produce great 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 content here so um until next time uh i guess there's no winners to get this time but no no winners all right wash your hands absolutely peace